This is Annette, Jimmy, and Chevy coming to you from our home, our studio. We are on episode 33. We are living up in a down world. We want to welcome you to our podcast today. Now, we had to switch it up today because I wanted, I I think I needed to do the intro just for a change. And I'm glad you did because it sounded so refreshing hearing your voice first. Thank you, since you love my voice so much. I do love your voice. Well, I'm so glad. I like it when we're on the phone together and you're just talking. I love really? it. Really? Yeah, okay. I love it. I'm I'm learning to love. Unless I'm, I'm in trouble. Oh well, that's true. That's a whole another story. And then you're in that's the doghouse. That's another. Exactly. Hey, that's an insult to Shannon. <laughs> he didn't appreciate that comment. Well, it's been a crazy week. Wow, has it? Well, it's our last week. I know. So it's kind of weird, isn't so it? So my mind, you know, Faith said, "Are you are you excited about coming back?" And I said, "Well, yes and no." She goes, "I get that." I get that. I said, yeah, I'm excited to go back. I'm really excited to go to church and see people. And, but it's been so refreshing. I don't know. I don't want to lose this. Our buckets are full. Our buckets are very overflowing. Yes, absolutely. What are they overflowing with? What would you, what would you say? Just, just off the top of your head, like gratitude, peace, joy, love, contentment. Oh my goodness. Powerful. Just uh, uh, Naomi wrote me and asked me, you know, what I've learned. I said, it's not what I've learned; it's what I've received. There it is. And that's that. Those are the words that I I sent to her because I felt like that's that's where I'm at, and I don't want to lose that. And I don't think we have to. No, I think I it's agree. just re, we're resetting ourselves. And when you reset yourself, you have a, a new standard. Exactly. And that I believe that's where we're at now. We're going to have this new standard. In fact, you even said today. When I go to church on Sunday, I'm just going to preach. I'm not going to do welcome announcements. I'm not going to do offering. I'm not going to do communion. It's just going to, they're going to continue doing what they've been doing, and you're going to come in and preach. That's resetting. That That's is. That's hard for a That's pastor. That's resetting for the team, too, yes. because it, they got to step up. Sometimes leadership, whether it's a company or an organization or a church, needs to step aside for a season so that others can step up and shoulder the weight, carry the government, so yes. to speak, on their shoulders, the weight of it. And then they learn, they grow, they expand. Exactly. And then when leadership comes back in, they can continue to carry that and run with it because they're now conditioned to yes. it. And that's really what I see happening here. Yes. So what it has done for you and I, it takes more of the load off of us, spreads it across the team. And they also get to explore their skills and competencies and get to expand their capacity. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about going back to almost a different church. And it's so strange. I mean, you're, we go back on Sunday, but you, you have to get ready for Sunday. So your sabbatical is just almost really over before Sunday because you do have to spend time studying. True. And even though you have a lot of overflow because of what's happened, you still have to write it down. You still have to. Right. Get the notes to the team. And there's a yeah, lot to do. Here we go again. Yeah. We're back in. And, you know, I'm, while while part of me will, will miss the freedom that we've had and, and just being able to offload weight and responsibility, another part of me is ready. It's yeah. like I, I'm ready to step back in. Uh, when I played sports growing up, which I played everything growing up, I never wanted to be second string. Right. Ever. I signed up to play. I want to play. 
So I'm the same way in my adult life. I've never wanted to be second string in anything. I want to play the game. I'm, I want to be in the game. And so it's going to be nice stepping back in. That's That really bodes well with my personality. But so much of what we've learned out of, you know, this overflow we're talking about, our buckets are filled, our tanks are full. Um, really what we've, I would say this, because I heard Pastor Bill Johnson say this recently. He talked about Sabbath in the New Testament is every day. Every day. It's like every day is we labor out of the posture of rest and the position of rest. We We enter into that rest now as New Testament Christians. And so I've really adopted and adapted that into my heart to where now when we step back into the fray of life, it's not, I don't see it as a gerbil wheel now. I see it as laboring out of the place of rest, mm-hmm. Sabbathing every day. Sabbath is a lifestyle, not just a practice, and it is a practice and, and should be. We'll continue, continue doing that on to Mondays. do that on Mondays. But in terms of mentality and how you approach things, we, we approach from a Sabbath mentality. Exactly. It's been a huge shift for both of us. It really, really has. Yeah, yeah. What, what else? What a gift. What a gift. Oh, I know. We, I, I was sharing with a friend today. I have a friend in Arizona, Dennis Lee, Pastor Dennis Lee. And Pastor Dennis is about to start his sabbatical. He's never had one before. Um, he starts on September 17th. So I just shared some things with him and said, you know, um, before we started, we, we visited with a pastor, Pastor Matthew or Pastor Matt, who said to us with great regret um, and remorse, I squandered, Mm -hmm. I squandered the gift. I squandered the sabbatical and that really imprinted us so that we were our whole mentality. I've said, how many times have I said, we are not going to squander this exactly? Well, we didn't over and over. No, we have stayed focused and we have entered into daily practices of our, of our renewal and getting our buckets refilled with the presence of God and hosting the presence of God and walking with him. So I, I appreciate Pastor Matthew, even though it was out of his pain, mm-hmm. he shared a key for us to say, we will not squander it. So I shared that with Pastor Dennis. I said, man, whatever you do, I, I, tell, I said, we even changed our phone numbers mm-hmm. that we'd had for what, 11, 12 years? A long time. Yeah, a yeah. long time, over a decade. 2012. Yeah, so over 11 years. Mm-hmm. And what it did, it created silence. It created automatic silence because nobody could call us. Right. We had a handful of people we connected with throughout this time, which was wonderful. But the fact that we had that peace and our phones were just blowing up constantly. We, way too many people had our phone number right. and that's not going to happen this, this go around. So we have new numbers and that, that was, I told him, I said, you should change your phone number. I know it, or get a burner phone. Or get a phone that, yeah, and put your phone away. he might not want to change not. his number. He may not. I mean, not, I think I was ready because we've had our, our phone number from uh, Nashville, yeah. you know, for so many mm-hmm. years. And I felt like this kind of, uh, you know, a lot of people think that when a pastor takes a sabbatical, that they're not going to come back. That's true. And, That's true. and I people thought, get nervous. This, this actually says Some we are. <laughs> we're at so much so that we changed our number to a local area code number. That's right. We're here. And so I felt like that was kind of part of that. Kind of symbolic, isn't it? Yeah. Or a definitely, gesture. Definitely. Yeah. It, it, it works both ways. Yes. I, I like that. And, I, and and it's been good, actually. I actually can remember it, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Should, should we share it on the podcast? No. Oh, okay. You're right. <laughs> That's kind the of whole point. The purpose. I'm kidding. <laughs> exactly. No, but I can quote it, which I'm excited about. It's a miracle. <laughs> 
So what a great week we've had. Now we're, we're make, moving into sort of a transition. I did something yesterday for the first time. I know. For the I first shocked. time through the whole sabbatical, I've not even peeked at our church services online. And you you watch Pastor Eddie Freeman's message because we heard, some, we got feedback. People were like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. And, and I was ha- like, okay, I have to at you, least like, hear it. So, and I was cool with that. So, but, but, but I, just I didn't thought, watch me, any of the rest of it. Yeah. All I watched was him. And I actually didn't even look at him. I was at the gym and I had it in my oh, ears. Right. To, to me, that was the same as, you know, yeah, listening to Gateway true. or whoever. And so, yeah, it was phenomenal. I, he did a phenomenal job. Ended up preaching um, the message that impacted him the most in his life, which impacted, impacted us, us from Pastor R.T. Kendall. Kendall that preached at their church a few weeks ago, and he preached it from his perspective. He didn't he didn't take all of his notes, but he he used some of um, his insight. But it was amazing. It really it was. was. So, that's the only thing I I've can't wait to listen, listen to, it. to it. I know it was because you were telling me about it. But I'm looking forward to listening to myself. Yeah. So we're yesterday, we're going to go back and listen to all of them. Well, what I did yesterday, I I watched the opening, you know, the credits, so to speak, on the podcast, on, on the on the video, the broadcast, mm-hmm. and I just was so proud. And then I watched just clips. I didn't actually watch the whole thing, but I just skipped around, mm-hmm. and I it made me so proud of our team. Mm-hmm. I, I was watching them step up because they've had two months to do it, mm-hmm. so they've really gotten good at it, and it made me happy because. I already felt it, it took more weight off my shoulders. Right. Stepping back in, it was like next Sunday, and I'm not playing guitar next Sunday. So I, we will literally show up, love on as many people as we can because I can't wait to be like a family reunion and just teach and preach the word, which I'm so excited about. Well, I have to tell you something that Faith told me this morning because I told her, you know, I said we were, we were about to get ready to go to the gym. And I, so I said, I, I need to get off the phone because I got to go get ready to go to the gym. And I said, yeah, it's going to be quite interesting because we're in a routine. And you know what she said to me? This was so interesting. I didn't even tell you this. She said, well, I just want you to know that we built in so many things in the week that you'll be able to work out every day. And I'm just like, what? What have they built in to where we can go work out? What has our team done since I know. we've been gone? I didn't understand. <laughs> what does that mean? I didn't even expound on it because we're not supposed to talk about church. I can't church, wait but to she, find out. She just wanted to share with me that that was not going to be something that we were going to have to worry about. I'm like, okay. I have to say it out loud. We are so blessed oh, by the people team. we work with. Um, Wonderful. For those of you who may be joining us for the first time, Annette and I are, are lead pastors for uh it's called bridge church fredericksburg texas and we've been there about seven and a half coming up on eight years no that not eight years it's about seven and a half years we've been there and um we're so blessed to serve with this church and serve this body we actually relaunched the church from oak hills so no need to go into all that detail but we've been there seven and a half years and we could not be happier and be more in love with a group of people than this church. They really are our spiritual family. Mm -hmm. So we've missed that. I had to mourn and grieve a little bit of that loss. That was the adjustment during the beginning of the sabbatical. Anyway, having said all that, we're excited to come back. We're a little nervous. It's kind of going to be weird walking back in there for the first time. I know. It really is because you just don't know what to expect. A little bit strange, Mm -hmm. but I'm excited. Anyway, my excitement way overweighs the weirdness. So you've had quite, I mean, 
God has been speaking to you in so many ways oh, throughout the sabbatical. Me too, but I, I love hearing you expound and share on what he's been speaking. I know this morning you really, he led you into Ephesians chapter one well, was, and blew your mind. I was, I have two different devotions I do in the morning. And one of the devotions I did, he was talking about wisdom. And it just, I thought, oh, surely he's going to use that verse as part of the devotion. This was uh, Bill Johnson's The Way of Life devotion, which is phenomenal on um, Bible. You version. You version. And um, he didn't use that scripture. But I really felt like the Lord said, go find that scripture. So I went, I knew it was in Ephesians that was talking about wisdom and understanding, your, your eyes being enlightened. And I just, I started reading and I couldn't quit reading Ephesians. I read the whole chapter of Ephesians this morning. I just, and I have another, right now I'm kind of reading the Psalms. I felt like the Lord has led me to read the Psalms. But for some reason today I was like, okay, I'm going to read just a couple of the Psalms. But I really, really, something, something he wants to glean out of that. And um, so one of the things that, that I, love about Paul talking to the church at Ephesus is he's he's praying over them that they will receive wisdom and revelation. And do you want me to read some of this? This is so good. Share what God's showing. So he says, and and I'm going to read Ephesians 1, but he's thanking God for them like he always does. He's just, he was an amazing apostle. And, uh, but he says this, even before He, God, made the world. God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. Okay, so, okay, that jumped out because I was listening to um, another um, teaching recently talking about our image Mm. and how we have a hard time receiving love because of how we feel about our own selves. Very true. And so I was, I was thinking about, you know, we've talked about me having issues with body dysmorphia. Really, I like the way you changed it to image, image dysmorphia. dysmorphia. Although I know I'm made in the image of God, that there's still, so there's a I lot say of something. Yeah. So the power of reframing something. Yes. So if you say, so words matter and mm-hmm. definitions of words matter. So if you're talking about body dysmorphia, it kind of limits the scope of that. But what God is doing, he's working on the whole person, right? All three parts, which are? Physical, emotional, um, spiritual. spiritual. Mind, body, spirit. All three. And so, but anyway, when I was listening to this or or reading this about how much he loves us, I was thinking back of how, you know, how John, the disciple, always referred to himself as whom God loved, whom God loved. Now, you can take it any way you want. And it, when you're reading the scriptures where John is talking about, I'm the disciple whom God loved, you can take it as, wow, he's pretty boastful. What, does he not believe God loves any of the other disciples when he's talking with them about it? But no, what the revelation that came to me through a teaching I listened to um, a while back was that he had finally gotten a revelation of God's love. It wasn't he was telling them, but he needed to hear it over and over and over to continue that revelation. Beautiful. So again, it 
in reading this, that just really stood out to me. That he, so can I repeat what you just said? Yes. Sometimes it's good to hear something over. Yes. Even before God made the world, mm-hmm. God loved us, chose us in Christ mm-hmm. to be holy, holy and without fault. Yes, which is without in his blame. Eyes, without yes. blame. Oh my goodness. Blameless. That is massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's thunder in my soul. It is. Um, let me go to this other scripture. Mm-hmm. I love this. God has now revealed to us, this is verse nine, his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, Mm. everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance. And he makes everything work according to his plan. He chose us in advance. There again is is, um, showing how much he loves us, that he actually chose us in advance. Okay, you're okay. I see what you're doing. Um, And now the Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. When you have believed in Christ, he identified you as his own. I love that. Ah. He's identified us as our as his own by giving us the Holy Spirit whom he promised long ago. Okay, you keep changing this so it's moving my Sorry. words. So um, <laughs> it's because our, our notes are connected. Okay, I'm gonna go to I know our notes are connected, but you can't do that anymore. Because I don't know where I'm at now. But okay. Verse 13. Um that's what you just did. Okay, let's see. The Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give us the inheritance He promised. He has purchased us to be his own people. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Okay. Stop right there. Praise and glory. Okay. He made us in his image. He purchased us as his own, but there's, there's, there's a caveat there. There, There's something weird to do and it's to glorify and praise him. Okay. This is where I have a hard time. Sorry, I was touching this. This is where I have a hard time with people who say, I don't like worship. Mm, okay. Man. This is what we're created, created for. Created to worship God, yes. to praise him yes. and to give him glory. Yes. And that, boy, that scripture, I, it stuck out to me this morning. So let's morning. sit on that for just a moment. Yeah. I, so I, I, I came to Christ a little bit later in life as a 19-year-old and instantly Everything in me wanted to know the Bible. I wanted to read the Bible, so I started reading it totally unguided. I just started, (laughs) picked it up and started reading. Mm -hmm. No clue, but there was something in me. There was a voracious hunger for the Word of God. Because God put that in you. Because it's in me. As a follower of Christ, I get to know Him by knowing His Word. Right. Yes. Bingo. (laughs) So I, I just devour the word of God. The other piece was I wanted to worship. Mm-hmm. I wanted, there was, it was innate. It's right. inside us. Right. We're created in the Imago Dei, the mm-hmm. image of God and something in us wants to worship him autopilot. I mean, and then when you become a follower of Christ, it's like, there it is. There's this, this desire and this release. I have a massive concern as a pastor of 38 years, leading churches all over America I have a massive concern about people who have zero desire to worship God. Right. But they'll go to a football game. Oh, and lose their mind. And lose their mind. <laughs> but Or a concert. Now, I can understand in church, 
some people are more reverent. You know, they're they're not uh, expressive. Not everybody's the same. But if you don't even have a desire for worship, and you 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 don't even want to come during the worship time, you want to wait and come during you know come to church during the sermon or whatever. I it I, it just I question. Me too. Are you? Do you really have a deep love for God? Do you under, no, let me put it this way. Do you understand God's love for you? Right. Because when you understand God's love for you, it changes yeah. everything. Another way to say that is, do you know him? Do you know him? He knows you, but right. do, do you, you know, know him? him? Because if you knew him and what he thinks about you mm-hmm. and how he sees you, you wouldn't be able to hold back worship. Yes, right. You'd become one of those people. <laughs> right. Okay, let me let me go on. I'm going to go on yeah. to number six. Uh, Number six, uh, verse 16, I have not, this is Paul again, talking to the church at Ephesus. I have not stopped thanking God for you, which I love that. I pray for you constantly asking God. Now, this is what he's asking God, the glorious father of our Lord Jesus Christ to give you spiritual wisdom and insight so that you might grow in your knowledge of God. Okay, that's our life scripture. You and I have talked about this. used to be that I may know him, Philippians 3.10, and the power of his resurrection, blah, blah, blah. This one, I think, is, is more powerful because when we gain wisdom and understanding, we have it all. Think about that. We have it all because we're, he says we have the mind of Christ, but we have to tap into it, and that wisdom and understanding comes with that. That's what every believer should be praying is for wisdom and understanding. Now, I don't just pray that spiritually. I pray it for us doing this keto, this diet that we're doing. It's not even a diet. It's it's just our new life. Yeah. Or excuse me, carnivore. Yes. Ketovore. Um, I, 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 we literally have been praying and asking God to give us wisdom and understanding right. because we don't want to do something that's just a fad. A lot of people do that. They go from diet to diet. We want to do something that's going to be best for our health. And so we're using this in every area of our life. But also, also, you and I talked about, obviously, having the issues that I've had with body dysmorphia. Mm -hmm. I want wisdom and understanding so much of how much God loves and cares for me that he wants me to not care about those things. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's where reframing comes in. Yes. What reframing does, it's like taking a frame off of a picture and it look because it looks one way and you put a different frame on it, then the picture looks different. Right. It freshens it up or it changes it. And or, I love that because well, I love to interior design. So. And so when you reframe, so in terms of body or image dysmorphia, which is so common, I think everybody has it to a degree. It just Well, think about because it. Because we live a life of comparison. Well, think about it. We live a life of comparison. And let's just say we, we have a group picture made. And, and you show me, you show me a picture. Who's the first person I'm going to look at myself. I'm going to see. And then if I don't like how I look, I'm going to say, uh, not a a great picture, picture. but it's, it's all about me. (laughs) What what is wrong with us? We're very me centric, egocentric, Mm -hmm. very me centric. And that's something I think God wants to work on. And we need to change that from me to God centric. That's where we that. need to be. I love and I that. feel like that's one of the things that he's really been showing me through this sabbatical. Let me go on to this. He says in verse 18, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called. 
Okay. His holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. Again, we are called. We are chosen. Gosh, if we could all get a hold of that, it would it would change how we do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We live so under the fray instead of over the fray, like you say, yeah. quite a bit. Above it. This is, Above this, the is fray. this is where living up in a down world comes in. Mm-hmm. We have to this is why we have to fill our things with with um things that God says about us. We're chosen. We're we're um you've called. Got, we're called. We're holy. We're, we're loved. blameless. All of those, mm-hmm. and they're all true. And yet the world will tell us the opposite. The world will say, you don't, you don't measure up because you don't look like this billboard or mm-hmm. you don't look like this magazine cover or you don't look like all the Instagram pictures that you see or whatever social media is dishing up that week. Right. And, you know, back, we talked about this earlier today, back in the days when they, they didn't have TV, Internet, the whole bit, they didn't have to compare themselves. Now, it's, and they did. Yet they did. Yet they did. But it's yet, old condition. Yes, but look at our world. We're constantly comparing ourselves. Our and, heart is assaulted. But you know what? Who daily. we should be comparing ourselves with is God, because He's our standard, mm-hmm. not people. But how many times do we compare ourselves with other people? Am I yeah. good enough? Am I pretty enough? Am I bright enough? Is my voice good enough? Okay. I'm learning, Adam Curry. I'm learning because I need to start to love who God made me and there not try go. to change it. Ooh, I'm going to cry because I feel <laughs> like I'm good. getting a revelation of that. Beautiful. And the, again, these are those nuggets of understanding and, and wisdom and revelation that God is yeah. bringing to us. And you know what? He's the thing about this. He gives this this to us every day. We just don't tap into it. It's a gift. It is. It is a gift. Can I share something? Because what you said really sparked something, and it's, it's out of Psalm 139. Yes. So listen to this. This is how God sees you and mm-hmm. me. It says this, Psalm 139, verse 13, For you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. Mm-hmm. And that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed, and in your book they all were written the days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. The last verse. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. That's how God Sees, sees you and yes, sees me. Exactly. And it's almost like if we have such an issue with how we see ourselves, then we need to constantly, it's like we need to have that scripture in front of us at all time so that we can get a revelation. Because revelation is only going to come through constant reminder of what God says. It's not going to come just through osmosis it's going to come because we're looking at the words yes you know that's what I'm why we have to stay in, in the, the word. word if there is ever a time in history that, that yes. people the people of god 
people who are exploring God yes. and, and look, seeking, so to speak, if there was ever a time in history for people to get back to the Bible, it's now. It's now. It is get now. in the Word. I'm going. I cannot say it strongly enough. You need to get in the Word. You need to get in the Bible as much as you're on screen time, or as much as you're mm-hmm. you're you're scrolling Instagram and doom scrolling other things like X and Facebook and all that. You need to be in the Word. And if you're doing those things in a disproportionate amount to the time you're spending in God's word, yet you say you're a follower of Christ, then there's a problem. You're not, your tank is getting filled, but with the wrong things. Right. And what will happen is you'll begin to believe the lies that the enemy will tell us. Because he's an opportunist. Exactly. And a exactly. liar, the Bible says. And we're not telling people to be legalistic. No, not at all. But you know, because I can get in the word through song too. I can listen worship. to worship. Worship. I love music that has Our the word. Christian in it. music is amazing. Yes. K Love Radio. But what is are fantastic. we dwelling on? Exactly. What are we dwelling on? Yeah. So let me let me um mm-hmm. go through here. Number uh, verse nineteen. I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in this Mm. world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church is his body it is made full and complete by Christ who fills all things everywhere with himself. I think the scripture that really stood out to me is I also pray that you will understand, understand this is verse 19, the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe in him. Beautiful. God's power. Oh, his power us. to change us, to enlighten us, to give us wisdom, to heal people, to bring Open miracles about, to bring people to salvation that we've been praying for. That's the power of Christ, not in us, but in him. To heal hearts. Yes. To, to mend hearts. Yes. And to hint. Strongholds that so, are attached. Because so much of what we do in this life comes through the lens of the grid of, of trauma and the, and the grid of pain. I've experienced all that. Ev- almost everyone. Right. I, but I, I mean, I say literally trauma so much yeah. that... Yes. And so, but what it does, it taints. It now, does. now you see everything through that filter, yes. and it actually changes the actual. Instead of seeing what's true, you see a distortion. Right. And so, so until, you have to change that filter. So this has to get healed over time. And we were talking in the car coming back from the gym. We got about a 20-minute drive, and we were, I was, made this comment. I said, it's interesting because it's like peeling a layer. Uh, an, like onion. an onion. The other day, I cut up an onion for our dinner, and and I was accidentally kept grabbing layer by layer, going, "Ah, keep pulling the layers apart." But it reminded me of how we learn and process information. That as we grow in maturity in Christ, as we grow as followers of Jesus, it's like peeling layer back, layer back. Healing happens, and then sometimes we fall to think uh, we had a moment at the altar with God or prayer, and I'm healed, and then. A trigger comes up and, oh, I'm not healed. Right. Well, all it is is another layer. You are getting healed, but it's layer by layer That's by layer good. by layer. That's good, Jimmy. And sometimes it's year by year by year. Exactly. God, God doesn't do anything. Sometimes there's a miracle, and then sometimes it's slower, and, and it's yet, a And yet the miracle can be the process, too. It's yes. both. It's a miracle, whether it's in a nanosecond or it's years. 
but we celebrate the wins as we go. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Beautiful, Annette. Love what you're sharing here. Well, and and so to me, the issue that that I have had ongoing with body or or image dysmorphia, as you put it, if I could just get a continual revelation of God's love for me, those things won't matter. And that's what I'm striving for. If you're going to strive for anything, don't strive to look more beautiful, to be thinner, to be, um, you know, a better person. Strive to, to be, to have that revelation of God's love beautiful. so that everything will flow out of that. So let me, let me flip the coin. Okay. Here. Let, me, let me just flip the script, so to speak. That doesn't mean you don't take care of yourself exactly. and that you work on yourself right. and you improve yourself in your education. Again, mind, body, spirit connection. Right. You know, right. that totally. we're tripartite. We're three parts, mind, body, spirit. So during the sabbatical, I've been focusing on mind, body, spirit. Exactly. We, you and I have been having conversation after it's conversation. It's not one without the other. Exactly. Everything gets impacted and affected. So what we're not saying is just give up and say, well, forget it. I'm just, I'm, this is. Uh, I've but got high blood motive? pressure, and I've got all this stuff. I've got all this these right. physical issues. But our motives issues. should be there. You go t- to be um, fit for the kingdom, so that we can continue to do what we're doing, yeah. not so we'll be prettier or thinner or whatever. There's and I like a- to say it like this: it, it's living by by the way God designed us to live. He mm-hmm. designed our bodies to function a certain way, our minds to work yes. a certain way, and our spirits to operate. So as we grow and mature, we want to we want to continue to explore through His Word and through living this life with Jesus in relationship, yes. what that looks like and how that applies on an ongoing basis. Yes. So for us, we've made some serious lifestyle decisions to say, I'm not going to partake of that anymore. I'm not going to have that anymore, but I am going to have this because it's healthy for my body. And we're doing the research. We're doing that with our minds and our wellness in every area. A friend of mine used to call it um, total life victory. Mm. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Pastor Lyndon. Lyndon. He said it's about total life victory. Ooh, that's what we should change our podcast to, (laughs) total life. I love that. Well, it's what living up in a down world. It's the same. It's just different words. But he used to talk about total life victory and the mind-body-spirit connection. I so was on track with him for that. And we want to encourage you. We're not saying don't give up on on your body image and all that, but we got to get the horse in front of the cart instead yes. of the cart in front of the horse. Yes, because look at all the energy we have now. I, I know we're buzzing. And this is because of what we've done with our food. And you've got to do what God tells you to do, That's not right. what we're doing. It, we would never tell you no, what but, to do. But the thing is, is we're, now we have so much energy. We're going to have the energy to do what God's calling us to do in times of revival. Absolutely. And mental focus. Yes. I want to think better. We I don't want have to the stay fog. sharp. Brain fog gone. Um, COVID did a number on us with ooh, all it did the a f- brain fog. Cultural and, trauma. Yes. Yeah. And our, now our we're resetting our, our self, our mind, spirit, yeah. body. Yeah, not yeah. just through diet, but through mind and through the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. So this is a, a tripartite approach, it mind, sure body, is. spirit. And I love, we, we should just pull that total, total, uh, total life victory. I love it. I know. Yeah. We really do. Yeah. Okay, last thing I would like for you to share, and we, we wrote this down on our notes, is what you've gleaned, this revelation from the Lord's Prayer. Yes. Um, so I've been going through the Lord's Prayer and using it as a template because Jesus said, when the disciples said, teach us to pray, he said, do this. Do this. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how you pray. He said, here's a template. Here's a pattern. 
So I go through that every day. I've been waking up at five or six and for about an hour laying in bed. I don't get out of bed. Uh, most times I did today, but mostly I don't. I'll do it before I even get up. I have this prayer time with the Lord. And I start with, you know, I get break down each part of it. So I'm just going to fast forward, though, to the, to the part you and I talked about today. And it was this, give us this day our daily bread. And the revelation that went off in me, and the word revelation just means greater understanding, just to peel the layer back. So what was revealed to me as I thought about that, meditated on, is first of all, it's a daily prayer. Yes. Give us this day, day our, our daily, daily bread. bread. I never thought about it that way. It's a daily prayer. It's a daily thing, but also it's a current thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So daily, and it it harkens back to the Israelites when they were during the Exodus, Mm -hmm. when they left Egypt and they were in the desert and they were crying Crying out out for for food. Mm -hmm. And God said, I'm going to feed you supernaturally. Mm -hmm. He dropped manna, which is a a flaky, crusty kind of. Don't uh, talk about bread since we're not doing bread. Yeah, we're not doing bread. But anyway, (laughs) it's a bread type substance. And God supernaturally dropped it out of heaven. And But he told them, only gather enough for you and your family today. Don't store up. Because he wasn't going to give them day-old bread the next day. And what would happen is if they if they tried to like sneak some extra helpings, because what if God didn't show up tomorrow? Mm-hmm. It would it would have worms in it. It would yeah. it would it would just go sour. It's awful. It mold. That's, that's how about I have moldy to think cheese. about bread right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, moldy <laughs> bread, right? And so uh, so that's what. It, so they they were only able to depend on God for what was in the now, Mm -hmm. in the present, what was current. Well, I was thinking about that as I was praying one morning at 5.15, and and it it occurred to me, and I said it out out loud under my breath because I want to wake you and Chevy up from bed, but I said, Lord, I don't want yesterday's manna. Mm-hmm. I want what's current today. I need a word from you today. Today, I need to hear from you. I need to walk with you. I need to know you better. I want to have an ongoing conversation yes. today. I want to practice your presence yes. today because I don't want day old bread. And what do they do with day old bread at the store? Yeah, they, they discount it and put it on this little rack at the back of the store. You know, seventy mm-hmm. percent off day old bread. And I remember, and it's never as good as the fresh. It's bread. Never as good as fresh bread. Remember, we lived in Abilene. Yes. There was this place. We drove by it every day. It was Mrs. torture. Baird's Mrs. Bread. Baird's Bread Bakery. Huge facility. And anybody within 15 miles of that place could smell oh, fresh bread. It was brutal. It was brutal. You'd drive through this cloud. Of it's a, funny how it smells so good. Cloud. But then when you got it from the grocery store, because it wasn't fresh, wasn't fresh that day, it didn't taste as but good. But it smelled good. It was brutal. It was mm-hmm. torture. But I thought about that today, and it was like, you know, that's current. That's out of the oven. It's hot out of the oven. So that's how I want words from God and well, wisdom. Is, You're talking why? about wisdom. I want wisdom that's yes. fresh. And we talked today. about when you when we do the newsletter, we talked about, let's put what our topic is. We can't. Because when you do the newsletter, typically Day Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, S- but Sunday usually. things change with us yeah. daily. We get a new and fresh manna from God every day. And so we have to, we just can't do that. I mean, if God directed us to do that, we would, would. but we really feel like it needs to be fresh off the, 
off the, out of the oven. Out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're I don't living off talk about today's that. today's manna. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. And so yes. that's we kind of we live our life that way. You do that with church sermons. There's I a do. lot of times you'll do. get up that morning and God changes everything. You're yeah. like, sorry. Pretty common. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I can't do this series that yeah. I had planned. I still study, I still prepare, I still yes. do all the work up front, and then I'm always open to fresh manna. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Don't like the day old stuff. No. I hope you're encouraged. Anything yeah. else on that? No, that, that was, was so rich. No, Thank that you was for sharing. So good. I'm just glad that I'm powerful. Can hear from God. I think there's one tidbit you missed what? that was so good when you shared it with me. It went off like a okay, bomb. Okay, what did I share? It was that that John. No, it I said took that. years for him to come. Oh, to, yeah. Well, you need to camp on that. Yes. A okay, John. It took 60 years before he wrote the book of John, and so 60 years from the time he was was with Jesus. with Jesus saying, you know, he, he sees everything Jesus does. He's, he's there with all the miracles, but did he have a revelation of God or was it when he wrote it 60 years later, was trying to remember everything that happened and mm-hmm. then put whom Jesus, you heard one, one, God one loved. person, one pastor say, it took him 60 years to finally, finally have the have confidence and the revelation yes. that I am the one who God loves. Yes. He wasn't saying he didn't love others. He was, he saying, was saying it for himself. Because he gained the revelation. I'm the disciple who Jesus loved. Oh, I don't want it to take 60 I don't want it to take years. 60 years, and, and we are definitely growing, but it, it's well, a reminder to grow into it. There you go. And it may have taken 60 <laughs> have. years. For us to Beautiful. really feel that and Beautiful, know yeah. his love. Such a good word. I, you know, you walked in the room this morning holding a Bible in your hand, and I thought, oh, my gosh, Katie, bar the door. <laughs> Get a room. I yeah, mean, so I, when, you, when you are so filled with God's heart and word, I, lo- I love you always, period. But there is something that happens that makes you even more beautiful than you already are because you already are to me. You're God's Thank you. daughter. Thank you. But when you walk in the room with a Bible and you're, and I can see, I know you that, almost, I see that look dropped in your, what was in your hand. <laughs> I was like, wait, I, I was like, Oh, here it comes. She's well, got and it's a heavy I my phone, but I had my Bible. Oh, and that beautiful. was another thing we talked about is yes. really, you really have this conviction I do. And want to talk to the church about bringing your Bible. Bring your Bible to church. But I it's appreciate hard. phones. If we have it up there, I we know. can't it's, get it well, quick enough. We're going to have to have both. But but my thought on that is there's something that's tactile, tactile. about mm-hmm. holding a Bible. Now, now I've, I've got a, an iPad mini, which is book size, which I really like. And I do a lot of my reading and study off of that because it's, it's handy. And I can get different translations. I can jump into Greek words. But during the sabbatical, I've just gotten back into the habit of picking up my Bible, the one that's got my notes in it, my highlights in it. I jot things in the margin. It, to me, I don't see it as a, as a holy book to not be used. It's a workbook. Right, exactly. It's a book of life. It's and a some manual. some people feel like it's so holy they won't even. When write in their Bible, yeah, it's like, no, you no. need to write in that, in that bad boy so you can remember what God spoke to you on that well, moment. Well, I've taken one of your older Bibles. Yeah, yeah. That you have written in. I kind of wanted it back different times. No. But <laughs> had good because notes I in love it. it because it, I like seeing what you're gleaning out mm-hmm. of and what your understanding and revelation is. So, no, <laughs> it's it's mine. It's hey, mine. so let's take a moment and thank some folks. Yes. First of all, I want to say thanks to everybody, don't we? Yes. We want them to subscribe. You can go to our website, livingupinadownworld.com. 
and you can subscribe and, and join our, our mailing list. And all we'll do is send, send a weekly e- email lo- newsletter. It's very short to the point. Throw a few pictures. It's more of a reminder mm-hmm. that, hey, we got our podcast coming, so right. be sure and join us. But we'd love for you to become part of our community just simply by doing that. And uh, that list is growing. We've had several more this week. And then we also we have people who, who bless us through what is called value for value. And all value for value is it's recognizing value in something. Like if, if someone's doing something for me and I see value in it, like a, a server at a restaurant, you know, they're doing something and I can tell they're going the extra mile and really they're providing a beautiful service. Then I want to compensate them accordingly mm-hmm. because they've earned it. It's right. like, yeah, value for value. And so if what we are doing is encouraging you and helping you in your journey of faith and, and in this life and living up in a down world, then we would simply ask, return the value. And there's different ways to do that. On our newsletter, we, we have a PayPal account. You can send in value to help us with that. That helps us keep this thing going. And also, um, you can go um, listen to us on, on the websites that support uh, Podcasting 2.0, which is value for value. Fountain is one that, that we use all the time, and we, we like that, and we like to boost our friends, Adam and Tina Curry. We Bitcoin. love, love, love their uh, amazing podcast called um, Curry and the Keeper. We recommend that you go and listen to that. They've been uh, out of our lives for a few weeks. weeks. They've been on vacation, a huge trip. Well, we're European having dinner trip. twice with them this week. <laughs> this so week tomorrow night, we we're having dinner. Got to catch up, and we've missed them, and so we're excited they're back in town. We stay in touch with them the whole time, but every day it's different mm-hmm. via text than going to have dinner together. So super glad. But anyway, check out their podcast, living um, living up in living, a down world. No. no, he's our executive producer. So. Right, <laughs> but. Uh, um, Curry and the Keeper. Curry and the Keeper, and then also his podcast with John DeVore. No Agenda. No Agenda. So check those out and, uh, and support them as well. So again, thank you. And just a couple of shouts. Just want to say thank you. I'm going to pull this up. Got a beautiful couple of letters. Um, man, I just love it when people sign stuff, KTLD. Remember what that meant? <laughs> Keep the, Keep lid, the down. lid down. Keep the lid down. You've got to get that uh, sound <laughs> track from Adam. Got a, got a nice note from Andy Crow. I'm not going to share what he is, a little more private in nature, but Andy, I want you know, I'm praying for you, brother. I did send you an email back just to encourage you, and thank you for, for letting us know and how much you appreciate the podcast. It, it means a ton to us. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Andy. I just want to give you a shout-out. Also, Shelly. Shelly wrote back. Shelly's been a listener, and... She wrote a beautiful, listen to this encouragement. Hi, Pastor Jimmy and Dame Annette. You both came to mind the other morning as I was reading in the, and in the spirit of not withholding encouragement, I wanted to send you a little. I was reading in John 4 where Jesus met the Samaritan woman at the well, asked for water and offered her living water. She was surprised and taken aback by what he knew about her. And later in the chapter, it says she went and told everyone what he had said to her. He told me everything I've ever done. As the chapter continues, my favorite verse is verse 42. They said to the woman, it is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. Then she writes this. This is beautiful. Mm -hmm. When I read this story, I saw it in a new light, and you and the Currys came to mind. Podcasting isn't really the place that most would expect to hear about God or the gospel, but by sharing like you are on a weekly basis, your words might be meeting that Samaritan person at the well. Wow! By sharing from your experiences, your pain, and what God has done in your life, I believe and pray that many more people will be able to say what those in the town did. 
It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard it ourselves. What you say and how you encourage matters, and I praise God that you guys continue to share weekly. God is doing an incredible work in the world right now, despite all the bad things that are happening. I pray he continues to use you all. Thank you for being available and surrendered. It makes a difference, Shelly. Wow. What can we say to Shelly to just say thank you? Words aren't even enough. I know. I know. That's beautiful. That level of encouragement. Mm-hmm. We've had lots of boost out Didn't of Curry, of course. Didn't we have someone from Japan, Radis? Um, when yes, was it? That was a while back, No, though, no, it was first of the week, right after we did our podcast last time, because we mentioned that we would be going to Japan, possibly oh. doing a live... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let me with pull the that curries. Out. You're right. I f- and thank she you lives for in Japan. Me. I'm know. like, oh my gosh. How cool is that? I do have. Hopefully, gear. there's other listeners from Japan, and and we can be able to visit with them in person. Do a meetup in Japan. Yes. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right okay. now. For, sorry. Thank you for reminding me well, of that. That was, you know, I've got Japan on my mind because <laughs> Tina said when she got back, we were going to start planning it, and we need to start planning it now so we can put money aside to go. So but, let me, uh, oh, here it great. is. Yep. I think, oh yeah, here it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me get where I can actually, I've got my other iPad up here. So here's a couple of boosts. First of all, I want to say a big shout out to Adam Curry of for course. giving us a striper boost. I'm not even going to hit the button, but Adam, thank you. And he wrote this listening while in Europe was like being transported back home. Aww. Welcome back y'all. And whatever PJ had done with the sound, don't change a thing. Five stars <laughs> coming from our executive producer, that's huge. Who is a broadcaster extraordinaire. That's huge compliment. So I'm hoping, hoping we're good to go. Thanks, my friend. And then, uh, yeah, her name is uh, Mysterious Ways. Hmm. And she says this, news that you may be joining Curry and the Keeper on a Japan adventure made me realize that I can't sit on the couch any longer without supporting. It's not Aww. much, but I'm honored to donate my first 1,000 sats to this blessing of Aww. a podcast. Where I may lack in donation amount, I'd be happy to make up for it. Had a no agenda curry and the keeper living up in a down world mashup meetup <laughs> there you while go. you were here. God has made Japan my home for the past 18 wow. years. And he constantly amazes me with the plans he has. Now I said she, it could be a guy. So I don't know, just mysterious ways. So mysterious ways. That thank you for great. the boost, but even more yes. for the encouragement. Yes. And we will take you up on that yes. meetup mashup. I think that, that would, would be, be so great. much fun. Tell us where in Japan. Yeah, yeah, so right back and let planning. us know. Yes. And again, thanks for the boost. We love all of you. Thanks for the encouragement. Got some great letters and whatnot, and we are so thankful. Yes. So from Pastor Jimmy and Damonette and Mr. Chevy, we are out of here. We love you. Have a great week. Any last word, Damonette? No, just thank you for listening. We so appreciate all of your support. Amen.